Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. The Hitmakers. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. Good day to every single one of you, wherever you are on the planet. You are tuned in, you're locked in, you are listening to the Lunar Lounge podcast live with myself, Israel Ajozi. Um, If you haven't hit that subscription button, please hit it now. For those of you who are listening to this on the YouTube, and also if you're listening to the recording on any of the podcast shows, I'm available on all podcast uh, platforms uh, from Apple to Spotify to um google everywhere you can find me the lunar lounge podcast with myself israel josie um this is a show which aims to um share inform um uplift entertain also as well um uh, from an astrological perspective i'm an astrologer that's what i do right and tarot speaking of tarot there's going to be tarot card of the week coming out later on and also the competition so I'll be letting you know all about that. I'm also live on the Instagram as well. So shout out to everybody who are locked in and listening on the Instagram live too. Um, what else? Uh, like I saw, as I was saying uh, before I deviated, um, it's a show which, uh, again, it's astrological centered, but I'm putting down the meaning and the symbolism of the planets in the heavens and how they correspond and how they reflect us here on planet Earth. Human human lives in the mundane world, right? Because that's what it's about, right? We want to live our lives. We want to better our lives. We want to be more fulfilled. We want to be more happy. And astrology is a very, it's, it's a great tool. It's the oldest tool, by the way, um, that um, us as humans have been using from time immemorial to seek meaning of life and that's what i do um yeah i try to bring meaning to life <laughs> with a bit of laughter also as well um of course you gotta have some entertainment in there you gotta have a laugh right okay um so that's what this show is about but it's connected also to other things numerology psychology mythology Every every form of esoteric, alternative ways of looking at the world. Uh, why not? Um, this show is connected to it. So welcome um, if you are listening to this show for the first time. Uh, shout outs to uh, Imelda and uh, Messi also here on the uh, Instagram as well. I'm sure Mason's going to be joining also in a while and the regulars who tend to and shout outs also to tiffany um all the way in uh it is memphis right are you in memphis now or are you traveling around um uh the u.s i'm not too sure um uh who's also actually text hi i enjoy catching your early morning early morning for her because where she is <laughs> it's not early morning here it's 12 30 <laughs> But yeah, no, no worries. Um, yeah, before before uh, before work, uh, I must check out your membership offerings. You want to get in there quick. Um, I, I'm not too sure. I haven't checked it this morning, but the the guys working on my website, they 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 if they haven't, they're going to be updating it today. That's for sure. 
So the prices are going to change. So you might want to get in there quick before the prices go up. But to be quite honest, even if you get the upper price, you're still going to be getting a bargain. So I've tweaked a few things also on there as well in terms of what you're going to be getting. But uh, like I said, like I have been saying, you know, the, the platinum and the diamond package are the better ones. You definitely get bang for your buck. Listen, and even though I've raised the price, it's still at a price where, listen, clients, people are telling me, you are not charging enough. It's still considered too cheap, even though the prices are raised. That's what the price is raised, you know. Um, okay, it is what it is. Um, yeah, uh, prices are raising all over the world, right? Okay, it's not that I'm competing with that, but, um, you know, I just want uh, people to, you know, have a nice service. They, they, I don't think there's no astrology um, uh, um, that there are that do provide, like, uh, services that what I'm providing, but not on my not not I'm I'm gonna say it with my chest, bold out there. Nobody's doing it like the Lunar Lounge. Nobody is doing it like Sacred Planets in terms of what you get for your membership. There's nobody out there. If there is, please send me the link because I want to know. And if there is anybody who's doing any kind of paid membership like Sacred Planets. Here at the Lunar Lounge, I'll I'll give you your money back, <laughs> and I'll sign up. Nobody ain't doing it. I'm telling you, you get monthly tarot card readings, you get uh, astrology readings, lunar returns, lunar phases. You get a numerology report uh, with your personality uh, for the uh, also for the year and for each month also as well. It, it's it's crazy. Ain't nobody doing it. Ain't ain't nobody doing that. Um, and with the platinum and diamond packages, you even get even more, um, you know, with the diamond package, you get video recordings of your readings every month. Uh, you get tarot card readings every two weeks. Um, you get a monthly, hey, listen, man, it's, it's going on and on and on. You get all, all that stuff. Uh, you get to have, uh, your chart read with me, an hour session within a year. If you get the diamond, you get two. Um, who, who does that? Who does that? That alone is worth like 160 pounds. Uh, a consultation free with me is 160 pounds. So you're getting that in there. Uh, plus you get access to uh, classes and workshops. You know, I mean, listen, man, get get get, get in there. Uh, I can understand when people have said, yeah, it's still too cheap, even though the prices have gone up. But listen, man, uh, enough about that. Um, if the prices haven't gone up, do check uh, www sacredplanets.co.uk go there right now if the plan they may have even gone up i don't know i didn't even check this morning but the they they emailed me yesterday to say that they're they, they, they're getting in they're updating it um there's also going to be a yearly uh, uh, uh there's also going to be an option for the yearly button as well where you can pay for the year and that works out cheaper as well i think you get like a month free with that one so you get you get kind of a bit of money knocked off so yeah it is what it is but here you're welcome people to the lunar lounge where we talk about astrology what's happening it's intense times right don't tell me that i did not tell you that the times were going to be getting intense right um that uh, the, the moment mars hit that pluto a few weeks ago it all started kicking off didn't it or did it not uh we are now in the middle of two eclipses we've got an eclipse coming up so i'll talk about that i bring up the chart for the moment uh uh the, the chart chart of the moment for the moment and let's look over the next two three weeks 
in terms of what's going on. October's nearly finished, people. We're in Scorpio season. Where the Scorpios at? Where the Scorpios at? Where the Scorpios at? You're too busy hiding. That's what you do. That's what you do best. Happy Wednesday. Shout-outs to Angela. Shout-outs to Hanin. Shout-outs to Yvette. Uh, Christian's in the building. Uh, yeah, te- yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, I knew I knew it was there. Memphis, Tennessee. Can't forget Memphis. Uh, anytime I hear Memphis, I don't know, I just get an image of Martin Luther King. <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my in my head I don't know you know it is what it is right uh, there's just been an association with 10 uh, uh, Memphis Tennessee Martin Luther I don't know what I watched or what I heard that seems to have connected those two but hey it is what it is um uh Hanin saying gang okay late degree Scorpio rising so we've got some Scorpio rising here anybody got anything in Scorpio as well any Scorpio plan- it's all kicking off in Scorpio right now Mars is in Scorpio, Mercury is in Scorpio, the sun has just entered Scorpio. It's all happening. And we've got the eclipse coming up also as well in that Scorpio-Taurus axis. So I'll be talking about that in a moment when I bring up the chart. Com- um, competition. I said I was going to say combination. Competition coming up. Uh, uh, um, let me check because uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, nobody answered last week's question. Um, I don't know what's going on. Is it a case that you just don't know the answer? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm double checking again. Uh, duh, 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 duh. no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not even too sure. Well, I suppose you, is it too late? I, I'm probably gonna roll it over. I may put in another prize also as well. Um, so yeah, definitely watch out for that. Uh, there's going to be some money prizes coming soon. So sure, somebody wants some money. Uh, why not? Um, so that's good. Um, I, I keep telling you, special guests are lined up. Got guests coming on the show. It's all about the timing. What's more likely going to happen with that is the guests are more likely going to be appearing on the Sunday shows. So watch out for the Sunday shows. I know many of you, especially of you guys who watch me here live on the, uh, or, you know, on the live podcast on the um, YouTube, <laughs> if I can get it out, um, watch me on the YouTube. You are, uh, I'm not saying all of you, however, there's quite a few of you who just listen to that and don't bother listen to, you know, uh, the recordings on the, on the, you got to listen to both, man. Uh, and I suppose that's my fault. I suppose I've divided the crowd. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to have to start doing a live on a Sunday as well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that can even work. Can it even work? Uh, for example, this Sunday coming, I'm traveling. Like, I'm, I'm just going, man, what's going to happen? I'm going to wake up six o'clock before I go, go and catch the flight. Before uh, It's a madness, man. Give us a break. And guess what day I'm coming back? Jesus Christ. What a guy uh shut the front door anyway but um so yeah so i'm uh uh, next week by the way just to let you guys know remember next week next week it's gonna not on wednesday next week wednesday is gonna be the first right so the day before tuesday i'm doing this live podcast next week on tuesday next week not wednesday tuesday at 12 30 i'll probably send out some messages on the socials and stuff so that you get the heads up that it's going to be a Halloween special. And I'm going to be doing it from Spain. Hey, El Mariachi. 
Yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm losing it, man. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be in Spain uh, next week, so that's where I'm gonna be celebrating my Halloween. So yeah, yeah. Um, and it's gonna be again. So we're gonna be going live, but it's gonna be on a Tuesday. It will be the same. Oh well, that's another thing, isn't it? Well, I'm in London. You well, the clocks go back this weekend, don't they? I don't know how that's gonna. Well, that's gonna be even worse, isn't it? Uh, so if I do. So it's, I'm probably going to have to do the show 2.30 over there because we're probably going to, in terms of UK time, it's going to be two hours different. So um, I'll, I'll alert you, but I will let you know now. Uh, well, I'm letting you know now. It's still going to be 12.30 UK time, whatever that is going to be in Spanish time, uh, Espanol time. Um, I have to figure that out myself, right? Um, and you're going to catch me there. So it's all good. Uh, shout outs to Florence Cole in the building for me. Um, yep, Scorpio in the building. Uh, the Scorpios are entering, they're slowly coming out. Um, they've been waiting their time, and um, now they are here. So, shout out to all of the Scorpio. We are in the Scorpio season. Whoa, I love a Scorpio season. Uh, how can you not? Um, you know. So we'll be talking all about that. We'll be giving shout outs to the Scorpios uh, uh, in, uh, in, in a moment. Uh, so competition, competition still there. Nobody's answered it. What planet rules deserts? That was the question. What planet rules deserts? Um, that was the question. Um, and the email was the Lunar Lounge podcast at gmail.com. And nobody, 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 nobody has answered. So we ain't got one. So it is what it is. Um, okay, it, it will have to just roll on, isn't it? Uh, it is what it is, man. Uh, until someone gets it, I may change up the question again and I may come up with another question again during the show. Who knows? Uh, enough of me ranting. What else? What else? What else did I want to talk about? Um, well, shall we go to the chart of the moment before we do? Let's give some shout outs out to you, Scorpios. We're in the Scorpio season, Scorpios ruled by the planet Mars. Uh, modern contemporary astrology use Pluto. Okay. Uh, there's definitely an affinity there. there that's for sure. Um, so, uh, famous Scorpios. Who do I know who's a famous Scorpio? Uh, King Charles. <laughs> He's a Scorpio. Um, I was going to say Prince Charles then, but hey, uh, I don't want uh, men in black knocking on my door. King Charles. Um, <laughs> um, so King Charles, Scorpio. Um uh, who else? Whoopi Goldberg is a Scorpio. Uh, who else? Bill Gates, Scorpio. Um, trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, Scorpios, why are they all? It's all gone a bit uh, kind of blank for me in terms of uh, popular Scorpios um, that are out there. Um, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Bill Clinton's wife. Um, she's a Scorpio. Uh, I do remember her being a Scorpio. Um, uh who else who's who else we got in the building near scorpio um ah um isn't what's his name scorpio or is it scorpio rising isn't um um uh leonardo dicaprio he's scorpio isn't he isn't martin martin scorsese um he's actually got a new film out um um is it flat flat flower of the full moon or something like that i was watching that the other day i was like hey What's going on here? You you couldn't make this stuff up, you know. Um, yeah, Martin Scorsese has got a new film out with Robert De Niro, with the usuals, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. 
and it's called something of flower of the moon flower of the moon flowers of the moon or something like that i know it's got moon in there um so yeah leonardo dicaprio yes he is a scorpio uh condolina rice condolina rice who was the u.s uh secretary um when butch was in office um scorpio scorpio there's a few more jodie foster scorpio jodie foster's a scorpio um demi moore scorpio uh yeah 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 yeah. all coming out now yeah yeah i'm all right i'm remembering one or two i'm remembering one or two i'm remembering one or two i remember ah you snidey 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 git somebody's emailed me in an answer look at that ah uh, <laughs> uh, okay 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 i don't know shall i give it or not <laughs> It was this book that was an offer, Astrology Decoded. Um, it's, uh, again, step to step. I knew this woman personally. Uh, she's passed away now. Passed away last year, just over a year ago. Uh, Sue Fairbrother. And this is the uh, Astrology Decoded. Um, well, I didn't say that you weren't going to win it. So I guess we do have a winner. It's the first answer that has come in from 12 midnight on Wednesday. So it has come in. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to read that out later on. Uh, which means that there is uh, going to be another book up for grabs. So, yeah, let's see how the show goes along. Um, what else did I want to talk about? I always keep saying that, don't I? There's always something, and then it just goes out of my mind. Uh, I, I think I've got to that age now where I need to start writing things down. <laughs> You know, memory slowly creeping up on me. Like, uh, you got too much there. Um, yeah, somebody's uh yeah, Florence is letting me know stellium in Scorpio in the third house. Yeah, we love all that. That's all good. We we all invite the Scorpio. Um, oh honey's saying yes, you missed last week's show. How can you miss last week's show? Gotta get on it, man. Gotta get the recordings. Um, uh, uh, by the way, on the YouTube, I do take it down for a few minutes just to do a few edits for when I read out the emails and stuff like that so people can see it. And then I upload it again. But then on a Wednesday, it gets uploaded on the U the YouTube, obviously gets loaded, uploaded again on the YouTube, but a bit later in the day. And then also it gets um, uh, uploaded also on all of the um, <clears throat> podcast platforms, Amazon, Spotify. Apple, Google, all of them. You, you, you can find it, man. I'm not, I'm not that hard to find. So, uh, so yeah, uh, it is what it is. Um, uh, oh, Drake is Drake Scorpio. Why be damned? God damn. Yeah, it's a yeah. There, there, there is that something about him, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, he's he's definitely making Scorpio money. <laughs> He's making Scorpio money. I mean, bloody hell, how many downloads has he got? I see he just released another album, hasn't he, recently? Um, if my mind serves me correctly. Um, yeah, I think he's released he released another album recently. I haven't heard it. Um I'll be honest with you. I mean, shout outs to Drake. No disrespect to him, he's a great artist. He he's he's not one of my favorites, though. I I, I understand the buzz, I get it, you know. He's mad talented, and I'm talking mad, mad talented. But it's just not, I don't know, maybe it's the era. Maybe I'm just getting old. You know what I mean? Give me a DMX. Maybe I just like the rough ones. I don't know. Uh, give me a DMX. Give me a Jay-Z. 
Uh, but Drake, I don't know. There's just something about, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, but shout out to Drake, man. Um, Scorpio in the building. Love a Scorpio in the building. So, yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah. But Drake, Drake's cool. Drake's cool. Um, my, my talent. My talent. It's just not, I don't know. There's just something about him. Like, what's what's the, you know what I mean? What's he got? He's got, like, the most streams or something like that. I think he's probably one of the richest uh, musicians, well, rappers in the rap in hip hop industry, he's, he's definitely he's making that Scorpio money for real. Um, shout out to Drake, man. Uh, Bill, Bill Gates, yeah, I've, I've mentioned Bill Gates. Um, uh, Christian saying not feeling Drake either. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's just something about I don't know. Uh, but um, I mean, now and again, he comes with some bangers. He does come with some bangers. I think Drake's very good. I th I think I like Drake when he features. When he's got other artists that are featuring on his stuff, then um, yeah, I, I I do like Drake in in that sense. I like Drake uh, when he's either got someone on his song and they're both rapping together, or when he comes on somebody's song. I think he does very well when he teams up with uh, DJ Khaled. I think those tracks are always bangers. Um, so yeah, I think there's just certain uh, aspects of Drake that like yeah, that's that's Drake, but it is what it is, man. Uh, enough about the music. This ain't a hip hop show. <laughs> we had to talk about the planets, maybe. Um, uh, it is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, no, shout outs to Drake. Um, can't, um, can't complain, uh, about, uh, about the man doing his thing. He's mad talented. He's, uh, using the talents that God gave him. So quite rightly so. Um, okay, let's bring up the chart for the moment and let's see what's going on. The moon is currently in Pisces, so we're going swimming today, baby. Okay, notice I drank some water when I said Pisces. How can you not? Gotta drink some water, it's all about that water, baby. Um, a lot of water going on right now, right? Sun in Scorpio, Mercury in Scorpio, Mars in Scorpio, Saturn in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces, and now the moon is in Pisces. So currently right now, we got six planets in water. Okay, the moon's not going to be there for long. You know, by tomorrow, she's going to be leaving and moving into Aries. But saying something, we're swimming deep. Um, but that water's connecting us with the imagination. It's connecting us with the ability to be compassionate, right? So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, oh, people sending me more in. Um, David Trimmer. Who's David Trimmer? I need to Google that. <laughs> Who's David? Oh, Katy Perry. Yes, correct. Yes, Katy Perry is a Scorpio. You are correct there. Um, yes, I've, I've I remember um, Katie. Um, I remember Katie Perry. Yeah, she is a Scorpio. That is correct. Um, I need to Google this. David Schwimmer. Um, is is it is it? Um, uh, let, let me see who's David. David what? Ah, oh, let me see here. American actor. Ah, oh, right. Okay, from Friends. Okay. Yeah, he was he was in Friends, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Friends. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I didn't know his name. Um, I don't know none of their names on that program. <laughs> I just remember the program. <laughs> uh, um, 
I think the only one I remember is Jennifer Aniston for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Okay, David Schwimmer. Okay, so he's Scorpio too. All right, shout outs to David. Um, good, good, good. Yeah, friends guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I didn't know who he was. Uh, um, uh, Tiffany saying don't care for Drake and all his subliminal disses. Yeah, <laughs> this is turning into a hip hop show, isn't it? <laughs> An astrological hip hop show. I'm gonna do something on that. You know, uh, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do a special on uh, on on probably like astrology and music. I will do a, a special on astrology and music, uh, but and then obviously I'm gonna have to talk about hip hop, but talk about all aspects, all genres of music, uh, whether it's rock, classic, soul, you know, um, yeah, uh, that 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 would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, so uh, let's go to the chart of the moment. Moon is in Pisces, right? So we might be getting a little bit sensitive today. Let's have a look. Okay, so let us start. What is happening? So um, we got Sun, Mercury, Mars, all in Scorpio. Uh, being that the Sun has just moved in, the Sun is still trining Saturn. That is good. That can be um, quite, a, a, you know, give quite a bit of endurance. Uh, um, yes, Um uh, uh sorry to just deviate um because I'm looking at the chat here uh and uh Matthew McConaughey yes um he's the one in um well he's watching a, a a few films I'm just trying to was he was he the one in limitless uh was that it that, that well no am I getting it mixed up I, I'm getting it mixed up I think I'm getting no not him it's not it's, it's not the one um I do remember the films I, I do know who you're talking about um wasn't he in the Wolf of Wall Street? Or something, I don't know, getting them all mixed up, but yeah, uh, another Scorpio. Um, so yeah, uh, is it too late for Gemini Rising to buy a lottery ticket for the Venus trying Jupiter? Yeah, that's gone, man. That's uh, <laughs> where you be that. <laughs> that you let that you let that lottery ticket get you by, man. <laughs> that's a goner. Call that one, call that one off. <laughs> that's gone. Um, yeah. So we've got Sun trying Saturn. Uh, very good. Uh, it can give us some real good discipline, some real good structure. Um, it can give us some real, um, uh, uh, you know, getting the mission done. You know, um, it can really give us some good organization, make us organized. Sun trying Saturn. That's actually good. It can slow things down a little bit, but slow things down actually in a nice way. So that is quite good. We got the sun trying Saturn at the moment. Um, Saturn's still retrograde. He's going to come out of retrograde soon. Um, I think sometime next month. Um, but um, he, he's, 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 he's bound to go direct very soon. But nevertheless, so the sun trying Saturn. So that's the first thing. Um, not there for very long. It's going to be there for over the next, what? three, four days, and then, I mean, it's already starting to wane, to be quite honest, but it's still there. It's relatively strong. So we can use that over the next couple of days. Get yourself organized, you know, get your, anything that you wanted to do, that you wanted to finish off, things that you've been finding a bit difficult. This can be good. You may find that it's more easier during this particular period. 
with this particular configuration. So that's a good one. Um, I do like that. Um, so um, yeah, so shout outs to uh, 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 Sun Trine um, Saturn. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Venus has separated from the Venus. So uh, the Gemini rising who wanted to go and buy um, the, the, the ticket. Um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> the Gemini rising who wanted to buy the ticket. I, I recognize that, that, um, that, 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 uh, that, that, what is, oh God, who is that? It will come to me. I know who that is. <laughs> I know who the Gemini rising is. Yeah, um, you were too busy. Um, but yeah, Venus, I mean, she's still trying Jupiter. But it's really, I mean, it's it's quite faded, which is about what four degrees away, four four moving to five degrees, um, still a bit there, but not as strong. Um, so yeah, that that's gone. But she's still trying Jupiter. Um, she's actually on her way now to trying the planet Uranus. So that will spark things. That can also be good for lottery. Venus, Uranus. That's a, that's a uh, Uranus really gives surprises. And Uranus is often involved in when people come into windfalls of money, unexpected money. Uh, uh, you can get a, a, a Venus-Uranus, uh, 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 you know, combination, uh, you know, often involved. So that's actually quite good. So, okay, fair enough, you missed the Venus-Jupiter. Um, but yeah, the Venus-Uranus uh, could be good. Um so yeah, um, so shout outs to Venus, um, shout outs to the Venus uh, 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 Uranus, uh, but Venus Jupiter has gone. Um, I'll talk about the Venus being coming exact with Uranus, because that should be in the next five or six days or something. I think it might be around when the eclipse actually is taking place, maybe just after, but I'll let you know on that one. Um, <clears throat> and I'll be speaking about the eclipse in a moment, in a momente. Uh, what's going to be happening there? Now, one thing that I've been speaking about, or one thing that's really standing out for me that I'm a bit cautious about, is the planet Mars. Planet Mars at the moment is opposing Jupiter. Mars is opposing Jupiter. We've got Mars in his own sign, by the way. Mars is very dignified. He's very strong right now. Mars is like the captain of the ship. He's like the commander, okay? And he's opposing Jupiter. And Jupiter is, did you guys see, if you guys saw the UN, they've been speaking about it on the news. There was some meeting with the UN yesterday and where they were speaking about uh, one of the Palestinian secretaries and the Israeli uh, also representat uh, representatives were going at each other. I'm telling you, it was a classic Mars-Jupiter. Classic. It's where people are, you know. Now, we know that over that, that side of the world at the moment, things are really intense. Uh, 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 uh. You see, the thing is with Mars-Jupiter is we know Jupiter's the planet of expansion. He's just going to fuel up that Mars, you see. Um, but you see, Mars-Jupiter, what happens is the 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 level of aggression becomes disproportionate and that's the thing that i'm a bit uh, i i don't like too much it, it's not when we're talking about oppositions in astrology it's an alignment but it's not an alignment that is it's not easy to work with 
yeah, it's not easy to work with. Um, welcome to the show. Those of you on Instagram, welcome, Flower. Um, uh, Eleanor, uh, Bridge Rainbow. Got some funny names here. Um, so, yeah, so we've got Mars and Jupiter at the moment, and they're opposing. I, I'm not too... I'm not, yeah, it, it's a wonderful energy. I mean, on an individual level, over the next week, we've got a huge amount of energy here. Huge amount. Especially for you guys who are Aries, Scorpio, Aries rising, Scorpio rising. That's huge energy right there that you guys can be tapping into. Um, and also Pisces rising. And Sagittarius rising also as well. You guys will be feeling it too. Or anybody who has Mars, Jupiter aspects in their chart. So it's a big one. Um, it's one that I'm keeping my eye closely on. Uh, Mars at the current moment is at nine degrees. Jupiter, uh, you know what? They actually become exact on the eclipse. On the lunar eclipse on Saturday, this Saturday coming is when they become exact. And I tell you, man, um, I don't know. It, 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 it smells a bit, not fishy, but... Um, yeah, it's a bit risky, but Mars Jupiter is, is very good in terms of this huge amounts of energy. We can channel that energy into whatever positive direction where we want it to go. Uh, uh, um, so yeah, uh, somebody's asking, uh, 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 is it is it Corey Crystals? Is, is it correct Crystals? Am I reading it right? Uh, core, core Crystals, sorry, got it. Core Crystals. Uh, core Crystals saying uh, big, bad, big, good. Uh, yeah, it, it can be either. It all depends on how we utilize it. That's a, You see, the planets show us particular archetypal energies. If we are prepared to use them well, then yeah, that's great. Um, so it can be, it, I, I'm, I've, I'm under no illusion that this Mars-Jupiter opposition, we're going to see the best of both worlds. We're going to see something really destructive, and we're going to see something great as well. So my advice is let's use it in a much more great way. But it is it, there is a build-up here. Uh, and Mars is really strong at the moment. Uh, and I think that's something that we need to take on board. He's in a sign where he rules, where that's his domain. Okay? So he he's in a good position to fire some heavy. And with the, in, in, the Jupiter in... in, in inflating him up and pumping him up and you know disproportionate aggression disproportionate assertiveness disproportionate anger you know that that those are the kinds of things that we can expect with 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 that particular um kind of so um th that goes exact again like i said uh shout outs to mason uh join us here on the instagram um, um so that's going to be um exact on the upcoming eclipse i suppose that's the big thing that we're we're looking forward to right i mean tomorrow moon moves into aries um getting ready to move into a uh, exalted position and on the 28th um as we can see here mars is at 11 bang up opposite mr jupiter at 11 of taurus my 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 well 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 uh uh we've got a lunar eclipse people uh let me just put that in a few hours um 
the lunar eclipse is going to be uh, what? Um, round about what? Nine. It, it, well, I'm using GMT time here. I'm in London, UK. Please forgive me, guys, for those of you who are aboard. Um, so it's going to be about what? Nine, nine thirty, ten p.m. in the evening. Um, and that's all on. That's eight fifty-five. So nine, yeah, about about quarter quarter to ten, something round there, round there about. Uh, if I want to get really technical with it, um, we can do that. <laughs> that can be arranged. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Where's the? I know it's going to be at five degrees. Five degrees. What though? Um, okay, let's go. So yeah, so we're talking about there. So it's about what? That's eight. So it's nine nine twenty three. Let's say nine thirty. <laughs> who's counting um so it's going to be visible for us over here in the uk and in most places in europe the eastern worlds also as well they'll be able to see it middle east all of those regions they will be able to see this eclipse um people uh in america you may not be able to see it you'll see the full moon that night but the exact or in terms of when the eclipse is taking place you may not be able to see it because you guys are about what? Even on the East Coast of America, you're five hours behind. Uh, Central is even more. And even on the West side, up to eight hours behind. So you ain't going to have a chance. You'll see the full moon that you, uh, your, uh, your night, but the exact of the eclipse would have gone by then. So yeah, um, eclipse season, people. This is the last eclipse of 2023. And it's the last eclipse of this uh, axis, this Scorpio-Taurus axis, it's the last one. They're, 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 they're all going to be in Libra Aries from now on. Um, it's Libra Aries axis now. Um, so this is the ending of a cycle that somewhat began about 18 months ago, which is also echoing something that happened 19 years ago. So we're not going to get another eclipses in Taurus Scorpio for another nine, well, sorry, no, nine years, because you're going to get the reverse. But yeah, uh, uh, in the way that it has been with this, not for another 19 years, not not this kind of eclipse anyway. Let's, let's, let's put it like that. You're not going to get an eclipse like this for another 19 years, because they repeat every 19 years. Um, so yeah, um, watch out for this space, man um it's it's really interesting um so eclipse season so on the 28th we got an eclipse coming up at five degrees taurus uh by the way if you are interested in wanting to know how these eclipses affect you personally i mean i talk about these eclipses here but then you go to my website and you sign up to the paid membership www sacredplanets.co.uk um, if you pick the platinum package or the diamond package you get monthly readings you get your lunar return reading and the lunar phase reading and I'll let you know where it is and if it's picking up anything in your chart and how that's going to affect you so yeah um, and I, like I said earlier on the people who are working on my website are raising the prices uh, but it doesn't matter even if you get the raised price rate you're still getting value for your money I'm still being told it's still too, too, too cheap, too cheap. So, hey, go, 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 go. Um, I think it's still there. Uh, I'm not too sure. The, 
prices may have raised already. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think the prices are going to be coinciding with this eclipse, that's for sure. So five degrees of Taurus. Okay. But this eclipse, it's a beautiful, I do like this eclipse. Reason why I do like it, it's the full moon in Taurus. Come on, people. Can't get better than that, right? Full moon in Taurus. Exalted full moon. Conjunct Jupiter. That's good. That's good, right? It's with the North Node. Um, what I'm a little bit dubious about is that Mr. Mars is there. All in the mix. Because that opposition becomes exact on that day. So, yeah. Uh, Mercury is also in the mix as well. Uh, can't count out Mercury. Mercury can cause some mischief as well. Don't, 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 don't count him out. Don't, don't rule him out. Mercury can do. He can play his little tricks as well if he wants to. Um, so yeah, this is really, really big stuff here that we're seeing. Full moons are about things coming to fruition, things coming to peak. They're about revelation. They're about a flowering. So when we have a full moon, it indicates that something is being flowered in some kind of way. So, um, yeah, that is, um, yeah, something's going to be, what, what, what is being complete? What is being fulfilled? What is coming to a peak in your life? That's the question. Uh, and if you're old enough to remember, what happened in your life in 2000, end of 2004, beginning of 2005, because that was the last time when we had such an eclipse 19 years ago. What was happening? What was ending? What was finishing for you? Eclipses are about new beginnings and endings. And they that's why they are in the signs for approximately 18 months. And during that 18 months, there's some part of our chart that they will be picking up and they will be activating for us to end, new beginning, door shut, door opens, inhale, exhale, as I like to coin it. I've called it the inhale, exhale. So yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Hanin saying hostages released, but the state not accepting them due to military priorities. Uh, example of cutting strategy versus wisdom. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, I've been keeping an eye out on that, you know, releasing the hostages and stuff. It's quite, mm, you know, um, and, and I was putting that some of that down to a little bit of compassion also as well, especially with all those planets in the water signs as too. But yeah, I definitely agree with that, with the releasing of hostages. It's all coming into this, isn't it? It's all tying into that. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely. Distance and uh, dishonest with these things, yes. Um, yeah, Eclipse, Eclipse Day is a wild astro, yeah. Can we expect something to come up with royal family? Um, yes, maybe something around the royal family as well. Um, he was crowned, wasn't he, on the eclipse, wasn't he? Um, again, on that that same Taurus Scorpio eclipse. So it may the eclipses are always connected with royal family. I think we all, we're for those of us who are astrologers, we know that, right? Um, uh, uh, Prince William was born on an eclipse. Uh, uh, King Charles was born on an eclipse. Uh, it's just not spoken about. I mean, it's just, he was born on an eclipse. He's an eclipse baby. Prince Charles is an eclipse baby. If if you go through all, mo a lot of the royal family in terms of when they have done things, uh, their coronations, uh, when particular 
children have been born, a lot of them co it coincides with eclipses. Eclipses are rife. And not only that, a zodiac sign that comes up, or two zodiac signs that come up a lot with royal family is Taurus and Scorpio. It's rife in their chart. Taurus and Scorpio. I guarantee you, look at all of the family's charts and you find that zodiac sign. You find the fixed signs generally. Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. Not so much Aquarius stuff though, but definitely Taurus, Scorpio, and Leo. Those are prominent. Leo for obvious reasons. It's the royal family, of course. We expect to see some uh, Leo there uh, for, for sure. Um, shout outs to LaDonna uh, in the building. Um, um, uh, uh, someone is asking how much for one time reading for the eclipse. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's to shoot me in my DMs and, let, and let's see. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, so with the with the with the royal family, there's a lot of Taurus Scorpio. The Taurus Scorpio axis is really 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 rich and very very active. Um, so yeah, let's let, let's see. A princess Diana, she had. Uh, uh, I know she was a Cancer, but uh, Cancer Sun and Mercury also as well. But she had Venus also in 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 uh, in Taurus. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 they're rife with it. Um, so it seems to work quite well with them. Uh, and this is the thing. People say, oh, you know, the royal family, um, uh, uh, you, you know, they must be using astrology. Um, they, they use astrologers. Yes, I know that. Um, I, you see, this is the thing that we have to understand. There's, with astrology, there's something greater than us at work. Astrology is showing us there's something greater at work. Uh, kings or queens do not choose eclipses. Eclipses choose kings and queens. I'll repeat that again. Kings and queens, or people in general, do not choose to do things or elect things on an eclipse. An eclipse will choose you. Okay? Letting you know that we are not in control here. We are in control in, in, to a certain degree of our own individual lives, but we are a part of something better. Okay? So, uh, uh, um, so yeah. So, shout out to that. Uh, so, uh, Eleanor saying, what about India? Um, India, uh, can you please elaborate on that in terms of India? Are you just talking like India in general or... Um, are you talking India in terms of um, in relation maybe to the eclipses or planetary? Uh, I mean, what's going on in India at the moment? Um, uh, is there anything? I haven't heard anything too much. Um, um, let's have a look here. Uh, um, I've got India's chart here, by the way. Um, but um, what is what 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 is it that's happening? I'm seeing here some breaking news. What's happening? Um, no, I, I, there's not nothing. Well, unless I'm being totally oblivious. Um, please let me know what um, you meant by that. In terms of India, uh, what aspects of India? I don't think nothing's been picked up with India. Uh, they could be. They could be something sensitive in their chart um, of India. 
And that's that's how eclipses and planetary alignments happen. If they if they trigger something off that is sensitive in the chart, just like how Mars, just like the the last eclipse um, uh, that we had two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago uh, in Libra, picked up the ascendant of the state of Israel. It's 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 a, it's a no brainer, baby. It's a no brainer. Um, there's no uh, it's a no brainer as to why it kicked off. Mars went over their ascendant. Mars was square Pluto at the time as well. They're, they're, they're having a Pluto. Pluto's hovering around their descendant also as well. So it's clearing that, it's clearing out stuff. So hence why we've got the intense, intense stuff. Um, uh, Eleanor's saying, no matter whether I'd be able to see the eclipse in, uh, oh, whether you'd be able to see the eclipse in India. Yes, you will. Yes, you will be. India will be able to see the eclipse. Um, India's what? Um, what? How many hours ahead is India? Five, six? Uh, the early hours, I mean, it's going to be, what, 9 o'clock over here, so it'll be about, what, 3 a.m. over there in India? Yep, you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to see it in India. Oh, is that where you are, in India, yeah? Shout-outs to India, man. Shout-outs to India. We love India. Which part of India are you in? Let me know, man. You in the north, south? You in Goa? Delhi? Where you at? North, east, west? You in Chennai? Where you at? I know India very well. Um, okay, uh, enough about that. Back to this eclipse. People, watch what's happening in your lives. What's about to finish? What's about to start? The eclipse will be able to be seen in India. Uh, four, four, four on our, okay, 4.5. So you'll be able to see it, definitely. It's, it's probably going to be around about 1 or 2 o'clock Indian time, and you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to see the eclipse. Um, it's not a full. It's not a. It's not a full eclipse. It's a partial one. It is a partial one. Um, but um, if 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 I wanna, I can bring up the uh, the chart right now um, for that eclipse. Uh, let's search it. Where you at? You're here. Um, yeah, that is it. There. That that's that's it. There. So it's a partial one. It's a partial lunar eclipse. Oh, you're in the north. Okay, okay, okay. Rikesh, okay, okay, okay. I know where you're at. Uh, I don't know it well, but I, I know where you're talking. So you're in the north. Beautiful in the north. People, if you ever want to see the stars at night, and I'm talking really want to see the stars at night, go to North India. North India. God damn. The, it, the stars look like they're just down the road. They look like you can pluck them out of the sky. I swear to God. It's amazing. Um, or go to any of the desert places in North Africa, Morocco, and those places, Egypt. You look like you could pluck these stars out of the sky. They're, it's amazing. Um, uh, we don't get so much of that in the Western world. Too much light pollution. Uh, unless if it's out of town, out of the city, then we, we can have the opportunity for that. So, yes, um, royal family, it really they really respond to these eclipses. Um, uh, wasn't last year's Rishi, yeah, Rishi Sunak as well, yeah. He was also um, it, with the Scorpio uh, eclipse as well. Um, it, he, he actually got in office through that. That's interesting. Um, and again, you see Rishi Sunak, Leo rising. You see Leo rising. So it's in his 10th house. So we can see there. It was, um, you know, uh, quite quite inevitable, really. 
Um, Tiffany's saying, I finished my sociology plus history undergraduate students studies in 2005. Okay, well, it looks like you're about to repeat. Um, again, I'm not necessarily saying you're going, well, you might do, you might go back into some kind of uh, learning. But, but again, if you completed your thing then, then there's something around learning, something around education. So you will get something around that theme coming back up, what you experienced in late 2004, 2005. So possibly Princess Charlotte, uh, Prince Louis, could be King, Queen, or uh, George is Leo, as uh, Cancer Leo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't see no royals coming on the scene as yet. Uh, Charlotte and Lewis are both Taurus. Yes, yes, I know that. It, it's rife in the royal family. You can't miss it. The fixed signs are rife there amongst the royal family. And I think on some level it's necessary because you need these fixed signs. You need signs that are going to hold things quite steady. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you're both right. Eclipses remind us that we're not in control. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. We're definitely not in control. Um, you, can, you, can, you can bank your money on that. Um, uh, you just have to know how to work with them. Certainly not in control, that's for sure. Eclipses pick us. We don't pick them. Um, so... And eclipses magnify what's already there. If there's something negative there, an eclipse can magnify it. If there's something positive there, eclipse can magnify it. It's just that some eclipses are just more deadlier and more destructive than others based on that north and south node. This is a good one. I do like this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm just a little bit... Mm, Mars in the mix can flare things up. Um... So that's going to be on the, uh, so if we go back to the chart of the moment, uh, again, um, so that's that's going to be the eclipse um, on the 28th. But if we just go back to some planetary alignments, what else are we seeing here um, over the course of the next week or so? Um, so we've got the uh, eclipse that's going to be taking place. Um, then a few days after that, on the 31st, on Halloween, guys, I told you, I'm telling you again, next week, Wednesday's podcast will not be taking place on Wednesday. It's going to be taking next week, Tuesday on the 31st, same time, 12.30 p.m. GMT, although I'm not going to be in GMT time zone. I'm going to be in Spain. Hola. So I might come on speaking Spanish to my amigos. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, so I'm going to be uh, broadcasting that from Spain and I'm going to be doing a Halloween special. You're going to be seeing me with painted faces, uh, Baron Samadhi hats. Um, yeah, that's what you're going to be seeing. Like, you know what I mean? Um, a snake or two spider. I'm going to kick myself out. Um, but yeah, so next week, guys, it's going to be a Halloween special. I'm doing the podcast on the 31st, which is going to be next week, Tuesday. There ain't going to be no show on the Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Wednesday's going to be the first. So Tuesday, Tuesday 31st, people. Get with it, baby. 
Okay. Uh, I, uh, somebody said, uh, see, um, uh, Eleanor, Eleanor is also telling me, I went to college in 2004 and now I've just come to India to study Ayurveda. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we see it there. So that that's repeating. It's around your studies. You see? So that's it. Uh, um, so yeah. Mesa um, saying you're partial to this eclipse. I like it. I like it. I like this eclipse. It's it's a nice one. Uh, but I'm just a little bit dubious about that Mars. Um, on the 31st, on the Halloween, so that'll be next week. So you'll be able to catch me. So I'm going to be really charged, right? Because it's Venus, Uranus, trine. I'm going to be heavily charged. So you want to get on this one. Ooh, you ain't going to want to miss that show. Oh, I'm going to be going crazy. I'm going to be going crazy. Um... I'm going to be high <laughs> with the electricity of Uranus charging itself into the Venus. That's really good. Um, Venus, Uranus charge. Great surprises. Spring in our step. Upliftment. Lots of laughter. Very generous. Windfalls, opportunities of money. Any Tauruses in the building? Libras in the building? Taurus rising? Libra rising? Pisces rising? Uh, Virgo rising. Um, yeah, that could be good for some money, right? Um, uh, who else could it be good for? Uh, in terms of lottery, Capricorn rising. Got any Capricorn rising in the building? That that you may want to give that one a shot. Um, Venus, Uranus. That's going to be on the thirty first, and that's when I'm going to be having the podcast live also as well. Um. Round about that time, we're also going to have the sun opposing Jupiter. Yeah, uh, the sun is going to be opposing Jupiter. Sun is going to be in, uh, uh, it's not going to be exact on that day, but the sun will oppose Jupiter. Um, what else are we going to be having um, as well? We got uh, the, the sun opposing Jupiter is going to be exact on the 3rd of November. 3rd of November. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be the sun opposing Jupiter. We're going to have that. And then, uh, sun opposing Jupiter, larger than life, big things, huge expectations. Um, ain't quite finished. Something's going to be happening here, which I've been also keeping my eye on. So that's 3rd of November. So we should have a, maybe a bit of a good feeling effect on the 3rd of November. The moon is going to be in Cancer on that day too. So, okay, uh, quite cool. Um, then we move it a few days forward. Um, ah, by the way, uh, yeah, that nearly slips me. Uh, starting from about this 1st, 2nd of November, Venus is going to start opposing Neptune. And that becomes exact on the 4th of November. Guys, watch out for the 4th of November, guys. Venus, Neptune. It's an opposition, by the way. Be careful of scams. Romantic delusions, especially if you're embarking on a new relationship in your life. This is when disappointment in love can often happen. Disappointment around relationships. People appearing to be not what you thought they are or who they thought they are or who you think they are, who you want them to be. 
get lost in the fantasy of things, Venus, Neptune, opposition. So you want to be mindful with that one. Um, Venus is going to be opposing uh, Neptune. That's going to be exact on the 4th, 3rd, 4th of November. That's when it's going to be, uh, that's when it's going to be exact, the Venus-Neptune. So be careful of scams. If you're embarking on a relationship, be very, very careful. Yes, Venus is in Virgo. She's quite pragmatic there. And she's a bit of a perfectionist there anyway. But nevertheless, you still want to be quite careful with that. Um, what else? But after that, starting from the 5th of November, we've got Venus trine Pluto. Now that's good. Bit of sexual healing in the building. Anybody got some Marvin Gaye? Put on some Marvin Gaye, baby. Um, starting from the 5th of November, Marvin Gaye. That, that's what you want to be playing because we want some sexual healing up in here. Um, but Venus, Pluto can be really good. That can also be quite financially beneficial also as well um, because Pluto is extremely resourceful. Don't doubt the energy of Pluto. He's, a, he's extremely resourceful um, and can really allow us to, yes, um, somebody say time to design fashion, no sex or money games uh, with them hustlers. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like a real Venus Pluto uh, moment, isn't it? Not. <laughs> um, but we've got Venus Pluto trying. I think that's really going to be good. That is something that we can really take. And that peaks actually on the, it peaks on the, on the 6th of November. 6th of November, 6th, 7th of November. It's more on the 6th of November. It's going to be on the 6th of November. It's going to peak, okay? That's when it's going to peak. So you want to watch out for that, the Venus Pluto. Really good. Great advantages there. Um, great for love. Great for deep love. Great for passionate love. Um, great, great for being extremely very, very resourceful, especially with our money. Um, great for opening... opening or creating, or reinventing, or rebirthing, or transforming our ways of making money and utilizing our talents. Venus Pluto is really good for that. So we want to be tapping into that. Um, what else have we got? And then um, on the 8th of November, planet Venus is going to move into Libra, finally. Uh, she's been lagging behind because she went retrograde in uh, in uh, when was it July August September. <laughs> um, she's now coming home. This is where I feel the peace treaty, the ceasefire, and it, things are going to start calming down in the with what's going on in the Middle East. This should be. However, I'm still a little bit dubious. Because Venus is still a morning star. <laughs> um, I told you about that morning star business, didn't I? Uh, all part of the plan. Moves to a morning star, it kicks off. Um, I feel some peace negotiations, ceasefire. We probably will get some ceasefire even before that. But here is where we can really start to grind down. We need some dip diplomacy. You want a diplomat. You want some Libra. This is where Libra energy is extremely good. 
Libra is diplomatic, it's strategic, it's, it can look at two sides, of, it can weigh it up. That's why diplomats are really good when they go into places, they can really, they know how to bring that balance. Um, Venus in Libra, that can be good for the world. That's going to be on the 8th of November, guys. However, we've got Mr. Mars, Sun and Mars, which are very close to each other. A few days later, um, opposing, uh, literally, let's say, you can start, say, from the 10th, but it gets exact on the 12th of November. On the 12th of November, right, Mars is opposing Uranus. Excuse my French. What the fuck is going on? And what's this about? Like, uh, Mars opposing Uranus. That, now that's a pressure cooker. That is a pressure cooker waiting to explode. It's opposition also as well. So I'm a little bit, although Venus is going to be in, in, in Libra, okay, fine. But this Mars, uh, 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 Mars in Scorpio, it's like, what can you trust right now? Uh, but Mars opposite Uranus, and then the sun's there as well. And then guess what? On the 13th of November, there's going to be a new moon in Scorpio. There's going to be a new moon in Scorpio on the 13th of November. So we've got the new moon in Scorpio, conjunct Mars, and Mars is opposing Uranus. This is going to be on the 13th. I mean, I'll be speaking about this, obviously, a bit closer to the time. However, mark those dates down in your diary. New moon in Scorpio. It's a new energy, but it's in Scorpio with the planet that rules Scorpio. Um, yeah, embrace yourself, guys. <laughs> embrace yourself. Um, but it's all good. So, uh, so we've got that. That's that. I, I'm. I'm hoping not, but that looks like it could be a little bit explosive. Um, but then it starts to wind down after that. Uh, the sun then will also oppose Uranus also as well on the 14th, the next day. He's going to oppose Uranus as well. Mars is still in the mix. Mar it's like Mars and the sun are doing this uh, huge energy, huge energy. Mars conjunct sun, huge energy. I repeat, huge energy. Um, lots of passion. Um, great for bedroom activity. Hey, <laughs> ladies, where you at? Um, I mean, yeah, if you're ever looking for passion, if you can't find it with Sun conjunct Mars in Scorpio, forget it. <laughs> uh, you're 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 dead <laughs> in the Scorpio sense. So that's um. That's a good uh, combination. So that's going to be on the, what, 13th, 14th. We're going to have that. Uh, and then they're going to start moving along. Uh, what else are we going to be having? Uh, Venus will move into Libra. Not going to be doing so much. So the action is really going to be with Sun, Mars, 
I think from here we can start to quiet down a little bit um, uh, because and then the sun is going to move into Sag so that's going to be on the 23rd of November the sun moves into Sag it squares Saturn so sun will square Saturn later in November we're going to have a sun-Saturn square that will slow things down that's got to slow things down that's what Saturn does best shut shut the fuck down Stop it. Dead in its tracks. I think here we can start to maybe <sighs> calm the fuck down, man. Uh, yeah. Um, mind you, just a few days before that, if we just go back again to uh, around the 16th, 17th of November, we're going to have Sun and Mars trining Neptune. Now, that's also a good one, too. That will be a good one. That's a time for compassion. So I think maybe what if something does kick off on that Uranus opposing Mars, um, uh, um, here is where it's like, oh, come on, guys. So opening our hearts to passion, universal love. We've got sun and Mars, trining Neptune in Pisces. Come on, the doors of empathy, compassion, healing must be awoken. Must be. It's got to be. How can it not? Um, so yeah, so that's going to be on the 16th of September is where we're getting the trine. Sun, trine, Neptune. We're good. Real good. Very good. Very good for meditating, zoning out. Smoking a bit of lala for you smokers out there. Having a drink. Back away from the bottle, people. <laughs> um, so that's going to be uh, cool right there. Um, and then the sun later will then move into, um, yeah, even through to the 18th, they'll still be trining Neptune. So that'll be quite cool. Um what else are we going to be having here? Then the sun, yeah, will start to make his journey into the sign of Sagittarius. So that's going to be late November. I'll be keeping you updated onto that and what we can expect. I think that is enough for today. And it's that time of the week. For competition time, uh, we've got a winner for this book here already in the building. Uh, shout outs to Christian. Yeah, you won it. Um, the question was, what planet rules deserts? And the it's the planet Mars. Mars rules deserts. So you got this book by Sue Fairbrother, Astrology Decoded. Uh, competition has been won. Um, right. You all know the rules for the competition, people. You should know the rules for the competition. The rules are, I ask the question, not everybody has the um, privilege of listening to the show live when I conduct it every Wednesday. So people listen on other podcast platforms, whether it's Spotify, Amazon, Google, uh, Apple. I'm available on all those platforms, just letting you know. Um, some people listen, they may listen tomorrow, they may listen tonight when they get back from work tomorrow, over the weekend, who knows? 
but it gives them the chance to be able to participate also in the competition. Hence why I do that. Um, so I give out the email. The email is the Lunar Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, smoking a bit of Lala. You're laughing at that one, yeah? <laughs> Um, um, Mason saying Saturn rules sand. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> Are you trying to get to uh, Saturn ruling deserts? Mars rules deserts. Why? Because Mars is hot and dry temperament. A desert is hot and dry. Saturn, he's not hot. <laughs> Um, he likes a bit of heat, but he's not hot. Um, he's cold. <laughs> and the desert ain't cold. <laughs> but yeah, I hear what you're saying, though. Uh, um, he rules dirt, but not sand. Sand's different from dirt or, or earth. There's a difference. Can't compare the two. Um, but yeah. So uh, what do we got? Are, are we going to have another competition this week? Uh, before we go to the tarot card of the week. Um, somebody won this last week, but there's another one up for grabs. Um, see, I've got two of these. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm at, I've, I've got three. One's for me. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be the last one up for grabs, people. Um, so, yeah, you, you want to get this. This book is serious. It's got over, you know, a hundred uh, considerations. Uh, this is for the adepts, okay? And like I said, this book, you know when this book was written? Yeah, this book was written. I told you, 1676. 1676, that's how old it is. Uh, that's how old I feel. <laughs> But that was when it was first actually, um, uh, that's the first edition. And there was a second edition in 1886, a third edition in 1953, a fourth edition in 1986. Um, it's known as the Astrologer's Guide, um, Anima Astrology. Uh, and it's a guide for astrologers written by uh, Gudo Bonatis, Bonate, one of my favorite astrologers of the uh, uh, 13th century. And it's got um, various, um, if you want to say, considerations that you must know or you should consider when looking at a natal chart or something of that nature. So there's going to be another one up for grabs, people. There's another one up for grabs. Let me give out the email once again. The Lunar Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. The Lunar Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Hmm. I'm trying to think of the question. I don't want to make it too easy. But I might just make it easy just to make it fun, right? <laughs> or am I going to have to make you work for it? Am I going to have to make you work for it? Okay. Um, pay close attention. It's going to be a difficult one. I've decided to make it a bit difficult. 
<laughs> right, here's the question. Uh, just after a new moon, just after a new moon, is the moon oriental or accidental? Occ occidental, let me pronounce it correctly. After a new moon, is the moon oriental or occidental? That is the question. Now, the question, don't be texting me now. Don't be emailing me now. It's the first person who gets the answer after 12 midnight next week, Wednesday. Remember, the show, the show next, there's not going to be a show next week, Wednesday. There's going to be a show next week, Tuesday, where I will probably repeat the question once again. The quest, the answer, who person who answers me, the first answer that comes in next week, Wednesday after midnight, that's GMT midnight, that is, they will be the proud owner of this book, The Astrologer's Guide. Uh, especially for you serious astrologers, you want to get this. Especially you traditional medieval astrologers, you want to get your hands on this. Um, yeah. Um, just going to the chat here. Yeah. Um, yeah, intense stuff going on. Oh, let me uh, go back. I've been missing some of the chat, man. I've been missing some of the chat. Whoa, 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 what's going on here? The eclipse has some similarities to November 19th, 2021. Eclipse as Mars, Mercury, Sun were in Scorpio at that time. I like that Saturn is trying the eclipse opposed to square. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, that Neptune in Pisces tore my ass <laughs> up for years. Oh, that's Tiffany here. <laughs> Intensus Menace. Okay, then I have Venus in Pisces. Yeah, Mars in Pisces in my fifth house. I speak from experience. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, Neptune, Neptune, listen, Neptune, don't get Neptune twisted, you know. Neptune will take you swimming. Neptune will take you the fuck out if you don't comply. Uh, the, you see, the thing is with these archetypes, you just got to comply with the rules. Neptune, it, with all those outer planets, you got to switch it up. You got to adapt. You got to change. And we human beings don't like change. We don't like it. Um, especially the ones with fixed signs. We don't like change. Yes, deserts are definitely ruled by Mars, Scorpio. Are also found in deserts. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do find scorpions in deserts. Yes, okay, there. Yeah, so yeah, nice one. Um, so yeah, just after a new moon, is the moon oriental or occidental? Uh, you're the prime winner of this book. If you get it, the question has to be the first person who emails the lunar lounge podcast at gmail.com. First person who sends in the answer from 12 midnight, that is 12 midnight, not before, from 12, um, you get the book. Um, so that is the question. Made it a bit more difficult, especially for you guys who are a bit more newbies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For you guys who are more students of astrology, come on. Man, you could find that out. Oriental, Occidental, you know, after the new moon. Wait, what, what, what moon is the position? Is she Occidental? Uh, uh, 
It is what it is, man. Okay. It's that time of the um that time of the week where we do tarot card of the week, people. What is the tarot card for this week that is coming out for us? Um, let's have a look. Let me just give a quick shuffle. I've got too much stuff here on my I'm busy, man. I'm busy. Guys, keeping me busy. Um, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, so just shuffling the cards and let's pick up the tarot card of the week. Let me get some water, by the way. Um, and we can go. Uh, one more time. Um, uh, somebody saying one more time. Well, I should repeat the question again one more time. Is that what you meant? Um, I don't know how I can spell that. Is that MQ? Uh, is it MQ? I'm seeing MQ, MQT, one, two, three. Uh, please let me know. Did you want me to repeat the question again? Is that what you meant by one more time? Was that for the competition? Okay, right. Okay. One more time. Okay. So this is the prize, the astrologer's guide. For those of you who are a bit more kind of adept into astrology, but even newbies, this is good. It's a good, you know, you can pick up stuff with this. Good book. Okay. The question is, after a new moon, after a new moon, is the moon oriental or occidental in her position in the sky? So let's say a day or two, three days after the new moon, is the moon oriental or occidental by her position? The answer, don't answer now. The answer has to be in any time the first answer that comes in the correct answer that comes in after 12 midnight gmt time next week wednesday so it, it, it can give you a chance to research the question if you want but also for the people who don't get a chance to listen to this show live they uh you know because people listen to the show tomorrow they listen to it on the podcast platforms shout out to you guys who listen to me on the podcast platforms man uh we got my podcast blowing up um it's cool we want it to blow up more tell a friend tell a family share it with them so that is the question the question is after the new moon let's say a day or two could be a day or two or whatever or exactly after the new moon is the moon oriental or occidental in her uh um in in, in her position that's what it is first person who answers the email is the lunar lounge podcast at gmail.com I repeat that again, the Lunar Lounge podcast at gmail.com. For those of you who are watching this on the repeat on the YouTube, it will appear below. The Lunar Lounge podcast at gmail.com. It will appear below. Not for you guys who are listening live. For those who are going to listen to it later on this evening or tomorrow or whenever, you're going to see it below. The Lunar Lounge podcast at gmail.com. Email me. First email to come in at. Like I said, <laughs> first email to come in at uh, uh, 12 a.m. GMT time next week, Wednesday. So the night of Tuesday coming into Wednesday, right? Also, do remember that next week's uh, podcast is going to be live on Tuesday, not Wednesday next week. It's going to be live on Tuesday because I'm doing a Halloween special. And like I say, I'm going to be coming to you live from Spain. 
So you might just tune in, see my face painted with me with a bowl of paella. It's going down, people. Um, so yeah. So next week, Tuesday, people, do join me, whether it's on the Instagram, whether it's on the um, uh, um, YouTube as well. It's going to be live next week. I'll put it out on the social anyway, so that just to keep you guys, you know, because I don't want people to say, oh, uh, tuned in on Wednesday, you weren't there. Yeah, that's because I'm going to be there on Tuesday. <laughs> so don't go on Wednesday, Tuesday, next week. Right. Okay. Let's have a look at that. Uh, hi, Vanessa and Noel. I'll miss you too. What? Are they in the building? Oh, Vanessa's in the building. <laughs> Shout out Vanessa, man. Hola to Vanessa. Um, yeah, I'm going to be in Spain um, uh, next week. Uh, uh, got, got some work to do out there. But I'm going to be doing the show broadcasting live. And I'm going to be doing a Halloween special on the 31st, which is next week, Tuesday. So next week, Wednesday show will not be there. Um, can we know what the title of the book is? Yes, it's called The Astrologer's Guide. Here you go, babe. Um, here you go. It's called The Astrologer's Guide. It's a book. It's a very old book, um, first written um, in the 15th century in 1676. 1576 by Gerdo Bonatis, one of my favorite astrologers of the 12th, 13th century. Um, uh, and it was revised again in 1886. It's an old book with all these uh, classic, traditional, medieval um, considerations. Um, yeah, uh, you, you want to get in on this, man. Um, it's got the people of the Williams of William Lilly, and the, these are classic books. So that's the name of the book. It's The Astrologer's Guide. Okay, people? The Astrologer's Guide. So competition. First person who emails me in the answer. So that's the title of the book. Uh, um, who was that? Uh, Fel Felma? Fel Thelma? Thelma? Hope I'm pronouncing names correctly. Do forgive me. Anyway, we got to the... Uh, um, uh, we're in Spain. Yeah, I know. Come visit you in Madrid. I know. I'm coming to Madrid specially for you guys. It's different. It's going to be a different flex. Don't worry. <laughs> See, I've been called over to Madrid now. Um, no, I'm going to be in Alicante. Alicante. Uh, I love it in Alicante. It's quite cool there. But um, yeah, going there for work. So uh, yeah, got a. Uh, I've, I've been to Spain probably about what four times already this year. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, all in Alicante. A lot of work takes me out there to think. But yeah, I'm coming to Madrid for you guys, especially. Uh, we're gonna do a Madrid special. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do a Madrid special. Anyway, tarot card of the day is is what okay so just shuffling the cards and then tarot card of the day and then we got to end the show people the show that must come to an end dun, dun, dun. what card do we have today as the tarot card of the week ah who is this guy well we have the knight of cups who has come up to visit us the knight of cups uh, a little bit of love, a little bit of love. The messenger of love is here. We got the Knight of Cups. Okay, so what is the message? Well, the Knight of Cups is an individual. This is going to be showing aspects of us. Um, very idealistic. Very romantic. 
very often the knights bring messenger, messages. So we're due to be getting a message and a message that contains love. It can be a romantic love, doesn't necessarily have to be. It can be love can be shown in other ways as well. It can be shown through friendship, through appreciation. Love could be shown at work. Love can come through so many different avenues. So this card is letting us know that there's some message that's being brought to us uh, and it's a message of love, message of appreciation. Uh, there could be somebody we haven't seen in a long time that we're gonna be seeing also as well with the Knight of Cups. Um, but the Knight of Cups also reminds us that the world of imagination is rich, not to get lost in that. You see, the Knight of Cups is somebody who has really great aspirations. Um, he's a dreamer. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with dreaming. Dreaming is good. We need to dream. We must dream. Um, it's about how do we take that dream and bring it down into concrete reality. So we've got to bring this down into concrete reality. It's got to be realistic. So this card is also reminding us that we may put ourselves in positions where we have over expectations. Um, be mindful of who we promise things and be mindful of who is promising us something as well. Because although it may come with a good heart, the Knight of Cups has a very good heart. Um, he may not be able to fulfill. You see, he can't do it all. I'm going to buy you this, I'm going to buy you that, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you the sun, moon and stars. And it's like, hey, realism, people. But very kind, very kind, indeed. Uh, somebody's asking what is in the cup, water <laughs> or a fish. <laughs> um, you get that with the page, don't you? You get the fish coming out. But water, water is what's in the cup. Um, but if you like, you can put some gin in the cup. The, cup, the cup's yours. Um, water's in the cup because water is a symbol of emotions. It's a symbol of love. It's a symbol of fluidity. Uh, it, it's a symbol of fertility. This is a card that is very, very fertile. So it's all about spreading the love, being compassionate, and be also be open to receiving the love also as well. Is that what, and we could do with a lot of that right now, right? Or couldn't we not in the world? We need some of that love. Okay, so that is the knight, our knight in shining armor. Who is going to be your knight in shining armor over the course of the next week? The answer to that is you have to be your old knight in shining armor. And, and yes, of course, it, it, the knight in shining armor may come to us through somebody who we know or somebody who we're interacting with, but essentially it's indicating be your own knight in shining armor, people. Yes, it's a cups of dreams. Nothing wrong with dreams. Inspiration. Work with that imagination. Go with the flow. The knight of cups is somebody who goes with the flow. It's the Pisces card. Watch out for the Pisces. Shout out to the Pisces out there. Any Pisces out there? I'm sure there's quite a few of you. All got Pisces placements. Watch out for the Pisces, because this is the Pisces card. The two fish swimming in two different directions. It is what it is. Listen, people, you've been tuned in. You've been listening to 
The Luna Lounge with myself, Israel Ajozi. I want to thank every single one of you for your participation. Shout out to everybody in the um, chat. Um, I recognize that. I know who that is. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I know that because that's your email address also as well. See, Kelly, I know who you are. I ain't going to put you on blast though, but I know who you are. <laughs> Gemini Rising. Uh, shout out to Vanessa. Uh, in Spain, this show's worldwide, you know. I'm, I'm telling you, like on the podcast, um, I told you my top places, uh, uh, not my top places, but where people listen, the top places. The number one place of people who listen to this podcast in Europe is in Belgium, people. Belgium. What the fuck? I don't know. I think I know one person in Belgium. All right, tell a lie. But still, I don't know too many people in Belgium. Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. Uh, Brazil on the globe Brazil is this podcast is like big in Brazil I'm like damn I don't even speak Portuguese um, shout outs to Switzerland, France, Germany Spain France got a high listening people in France people uh, and in the US ten Memphis, Tennessee people <laughs> we've got people waking up to listen to my show intensest memory shout out to tiffany man um uh, so shout out to everybody there in the chat angela vanessa um uh um noel um christian yvette um we've got christine here yes great to see you too um um yeah we got we got people all over man worldwide the show's worldwide keep it going share with a friend Share, tell the family, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, another friend. Uh, this is how we do this, is how we keep it going right here on the Lunar Lounge podcast. Um, yeah. The show keeps going, the show must go on. I want to thank each and every one of you once again. I can't thank you enough for your participation. Um, yes, and of course, France. Yeah, I just mentioned France. Yeah, right. It's, it's going down, man. <laughs> France, France is one of my biggest after after. I think France was like number three in Europe. Like, I think it was Belgium, Belgium, Switzerland, and then it was France in terms of listenership. So shout out to France. Thanks a lot for my France uh, people. Um, I should be coming over to France uh, very soon. Um, so yeah, um, shout out to the French folks. Um, I will be back. Do remember next week, Wednesday, I will not be on Wednesday. The show is going to be next week, Tuesday on the 31st. I'm doing a Halloween special. I'll keep you updated on the social so that you kind of know uh, what's going on there. And um, yeah, and then you all know, of course, on Sunday, I do a podcast on Sunday, people. You can find me on Amazon, Spotify, Apple platforms. You can listen to me there. On my social as well, I've got my RSS feed. So I've, I've kind of got my own website. Actually, if you go on my website, you can go to the podcast right there. If you're having any difficulties, go to my website, www.sacredplanets.co.uk. I repeat, www.sacredplanets.co.uk. If you go there, you've got the option of clicking on the... Uh, podcast and it will take you straight to the link where you can listen to my shows uh, and that's where the Sunday shows are and the Wednesday shows also as well um, all there 
Um, for those of you who also are looking to sign up to the paid membership, go get it quick on the website again, www.sacredplanets.co.uk. The prices is going to change. But even if you get it for the higher price, it's still going to be well worth it. Uh, monthly subscription, you get regular readings, tarot, astrology, and numerology. You get it. You get it all. You get it all. Get in there now. Um, if if they haven't changed it, uh, they, they may have. But um, yeah, shout outs, man. Listen, I'm out of here. Um, shout outs to each and everybody who's joined me. Shout out to people. Who are, let's see. Now people are joining. Like when the show is finishing, what? Where, where you been? Where you been? Where like where you been? Where did you go? I'm out. Listen. On that note, it's the end. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Have a great week. I shall be with you again within the next seven days. On that note, people, take care. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Thank you. I am out. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge.